I just have high standards. I'm sorry. What are you going to do one day when we have a sound producer who doesn't put up with your shit? Um, because I give good notes. And tells you that you sound the same every time. They'll say, oh, here's what you're responding to, and then they fix it. Because this is more than a Walmart piece of shit that you bought for $3. Well, I'm sorry. I can't be all things to you. That's not what I asked for. And put on a show. That's not what I asked for. I guess we'll just trudge along. We need a line producer. Clint, get here. All right, what's your story? What's the story? Morning glory. What's the word? Hummingbird. Have you heard about Poodle and Shim? <laughs> that music is musical is terrible. <laughs> Shim. We should do that for Cabergay. Hi, Poodle. Hi, Maddie. And we what's have the story? Morning glory. What's the word? Mockingbird. That's a did you want to get? Did you? Did you? Did you hear? He got pinned. That is a good idea. <laughs> a good idea. It's your first good idea ever. All right. I don't know if I can follow that. Now, <laughs> that's the show. That's the show. Okay. That's the show. Hi. Hi. Oh my! We're recording. We didn't even know you were there. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just try. Sometimes I just try to have an idea, and you ruin it all. And you know what? Maybe it's for the best. You know. And sometimes I come up with an even better idea, like I just did now, of, of stealing the scene and bastardizing it from Bye Bye Birdie. We could call it Bye Bye Poodle. Welcome to TV Tea Time. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Maddie, and I'm Poodle, aka Jake. And we are inspired tonight because that episode of that Feud was a was... really good episode. <gasps> and it is Easter, and he has risen. He has or for risen. Our Jewish friends, um, uh, the Passover Pharaoh's As passed over. The Passover, the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh did you know kill what? your it family. Just, it just never sounds as good. He is written. Ryan he Murphy is risen indeed. Ryan Murphy has risen. His career is back. It never Oh, we've got. I don't have my iPad, and we have to read T for two. Oh my god! We're gonna, we're gonna um, do it on my phone. You know, I'm gonna tell an Easter story while I wait. Oh Christ on the cross! I remember when I was. We went down to Easter to see my my uncle Leonard and my aunt Cheryl down in Dallas. And my aunt Cheryl, I love her because she would always say, "Come here, give me a kiss." And then you'd always have like her fuchsia, pink lipstick all over it, and she had smelled like Clinique's uh, aromatics. I don't elixir. know what that is. Smells like you do, kind of. You know what I'm talking about. Becca Barker knows. And so anyway, um, we went down there for Easter, and I remember uh, I was very. Uh, I had a bl- a powder blue suit to wear to Easter. And I had a powder. My mother dressed me in a powder blue suit. Yes, and I would only take pictures because of the powder blue suit. I would only take pictures if I was leaning against something and crossing my legs. So I literally have a picture. I'm going to ask my mom if she has it. A picture of me leaning against a tree with a powder blue suit on, just smiling, like because that's because I thought of John Travolta in Saturday Night Live. I don't Saturday Night Fever. Same I thing. I don't think we Same have. Thing. I don't think we have any comments. We don't have any comments from our video. <laughs> Is it the right video? Yes. Oh no. We. <sighs> well. 
Oh, well. I guess no one's interested anymore. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Fuck all of you. I'm Listen. done. If, I, if I, I this guess, wasn't alcohol, I would throw it. I guess we carry on now, don't we? I guess we do our two bags, but I'll cry. I feel like well, at least that, Becca Barker and Clint are watching. What's that show? That Lifetime movie they made with that blonde, brown-haired woman with the, with the big glasses, Sarah Plain and Tall. I don't think that was a Lifetime movie. I would think it was a Hallmark movie. That's the way I feel now. Just plain and tall. Maddie plain and tall. No, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie just. That's a good Maddie idea. Maddie plain. We could go to like. Because you're really not that tall. I'm six foot. It's not tall. I don't think it is, but then everybody tells me it is. We could go out in the field, and I could get People one of those pioneer outfits, and then the wind could be blowing, and I could just be looking out in tents. <laughs> I think it'd be good. You'd need a pair of glasses, like those old-timey wild yes. glasses. Yes, like the way Mary, and, um, uh, before she went blind in Little House on the Prairie. I didn't know you watched that show. We could have shared so much you about watched, that. I think every little Little fat I wanted to have sex with Albert so bad. Albert his lips, so his lips. Hot. Remember his lips? Yes. Ooh, and remember the one where he like was like a werewolf, or that like he wasn't... thought it was going to be a werewolf. Like he was scared of the werewolf. There was like the Wolf Man. Is that? Are you sure that <laughs> was Little House of the Prairie? Show. It was I a think weird you're combining episode. a show. I thought it was a dream. Clint, was there a werewolf episode? <laughs> no, little... they would never have done that. I'm going to go ahead and step in. If there was a werewolf episode of Little House on the Prairie, I will eat my socks. Please, somebody <laughs> leave a comment. Please. I think, that was, I think that was not real. Ooh, though, he um, was hot. He was Albert the, was, he was. Oh, wait. His no. name was like Matthew something. You're I remember thinking I about Albert. Up. He was hot, but I also was thinking, what's the young one with the dark hair that came to live with him later? I don't know. Because Albert married Mary, right? No, he was their brother. He was the oldest. Who was the hot blonde hair one? Like with that's Alonzo. Alonzo. Then I was thinking about Albert. Alonzo was hot too, and I'm not into blonde guys. Alonzo <laughs> okay. was or hot. white guys. He was like He Man, um, just strapping. Anyway, He Man. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna, we're gonna go on to tea bags because Ooh, Alonzo obviously could tea bag there's me. no there's no tea for two, tea for you this time. Oh, that's not Just Little House on the it. Prairie. No, that's the that's those are the final credits. No. But, but no, it's but no. Listen, no, that's fa- that is Family Feud. No, that's Price is Right. You're right, but it sounds similar. No, it's. No, and the but the opening credits is, is You know what? I think I danced to a dance remix to that at the village when I was a Just wait it out, everybody. I made out with some guy and he stuck his hand in my pants during that song. Just wait it out. Just wait it out. You know what? People don't have theme songs as good as they used to on television shows. Remember the theme song? Like, remember when Dallas started? It was an event. If I don't talk, will you stop? <laughs> okay, you good. know that I'm right, though. That was hard <laughs> because you wanted to talk. I really did. You but do we, have a very strong are, opinion. We, I do have strong opinions about it. We're, we're far afield, and we we have well, a show. To we don't have do. any fucking comments, so I might as well. I'm not like, thank God this isn't live radio. This over because if Clint Hurley was our live line producer, he'd be going like this. <laughs> 
every podcast listeners, you, you know what? People enjoy pod. some shortness, except when it counts. In the bedroom. Don't want no short, short man, teeny weeny, shrivel little. That song's stupid. Our first, <laughs> our first TV. Mine is when Betty. So, so uh, the. We've come quite a long way, so we're we're filming Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte still. Yes, we are. And Betty Davis is she just she's a producer. I'm talking like Liza Minnelli. She's suggesting rewrites. She's suggesting, she's rewrite. suggesting rewrites. Um, Copernicus, look at the multitudinous Um So uh, that's a whole other thing. Okay, another one. You're drunk. Um, so Betty Davis was already I did get a good Easter buzz to this earlier today. Betty Davis was suggesting rewrites. She was. And uh, and that's something that people don't realize that she did a lot on a lot of movies. Uh, one called The Great Lie, which is one of my favorites, where she's a pianist. And there's another – who is it? Um, another actress. And they, made, they literally they wrote the men out of the movie and made it about them. During um, the re- through the rewrite yes. process? Mm-hmm. And so, Davis. and so she was really like that was a big deal, and she was one of the few women being able to do that. And I just I love that. Good for her. Good for her. That's mine. Okay, mine. Very up with women. Up, up with women. That's up with people. Sorry, it is. We had to sing that for show choir. That was move on music. All right. Speaking of move on, did you see the New York Times review of Sunday in the Park with George? No, I didn't. They like it. Loved it. Said it was fantastic. I, I really want to see it. I'm just I'm I'm afraid it's gonna disappoint me. That's Jake really Gyllenhaal terrible. is supposed to be mesmerizing. I feel like he's too. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he'll be great. Well, you know what? It actually just pisses me off that someone who looks that good and is that talented can also sing. You know what? A Broadway show. I'm. It's a little. It's a little, it's a little upsetting. upsetting. It's, it's a, a little upsetting. upsetting. It is, and I mean, good for him and everything like that. But I, I don't wish have he to like it. Wish he was at least fat. Wish he was at least gay, because that makes Josh Gad likable. It's true. It's true. If Josh Gad, I feel was like skinny I have and, something on if him. If Josh Gad was skinny and hot, oh, I would I'd hate, hate his ass. I hate that little fucking uh-huh. snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? No, I want to hit you in the face. <laughs> that is the response of "Do you want to build a snowman?" <laughs> that, that is the response. I'm like, no. I don't want to sit here and build a snowman. I want to fucking do something that's worthwhile. True. All right. My, like, worthwhile, like, hygiene. Because my first teabag is... What a segue. Yeah, I know. My first teabag is... What's a girl really? once said segue to segue, and I laughed at her face. Not the first time you've laughed at someone's face. <laughs> I literally see you look at someone's face and go, ah, 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 to a stranger. It's not my fault they're stupid. It's not. And I find it funny. All right. So my is, it's just because of, I'm sure this is actually true and what happened, but when we were seeing Mama Cita unwrap the hotel beds Ugh. from plastic, like it really, it's, the subtle things of showing like Joan Crawford's descent into crazy town. More I think she'd been there for a while. She'd been there for a while. But she'd been living there for a while and she owned a house in crazy town. But and it, so this isn't a huge she had point. a bus stop there. But, uh. Oh man, I just in seeing that you just go, and, and we'll talk well, more about this. But just talk about it being imprisoned by her own mind. She's seriously damaged at this point. Seriously damaged at this point. Yeah, Betty Davis is a little bit more has a little bit more going for her. 
Um, and which gets me to the next point. Look at um, us. We're seguing. It is. This is amazing. We, I know. In the, I don't know if, if, for those of you who watch the Riverdale podcast. We have Riverdale! Been, we have been. We have. Hurt. I'm glad. I wanted to fix that. Sometimes post. Sometimes I feel. Sometimes. Sometimes when I, I feel when I hurt you, I feel better. Like does that make me abusive? Ch- yes, it does make you abusive. <laughs> yes, it it, it it actually probably sends serotonin <laughs> makes, and dopamine, serotonin and dopamine to your brain <laughs> when you hit me. Wow. You know, I'm sure. You know what? You're just witnessing the cycle of violence, everyone. I'm, I'm sorry. sure there are other people out there who want to hit you. Um. Uh. So the Come next out. thing is Betty Davis. Uh, th- that great scene when Betty Davis and Joan Crawford are kind of having it out at there, right after her, at at the sliding glass door, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know, you know, I've." She, you can tell you, she's envied her beauty the whole time. She, mm-hmm. uh, Betty Davis envied Joan Crawford's beauty, mm-hmm. and uh, and both are just they're just throwing it down, saying, you know, how does it feel to to be the most beautiful person in the world mm-hmm. in the room? And she's like, it was wonderful, and it was never enough. And Betty Davis, how does it feel to be the most talented? It was it was the most amazing thing, but it was never enough. Which but I, two sides of the same coin? Two sides, which. And we did see a lot of that. Like, and I'm sure that really never happened, but no. it was a great written scene. I think, yes. I think uh, Tim Minear, did Tim Minear write this show? I didn't say his name right. Minear, yeah. Well, I will. That is a T for two. Is that Tim Minear, if you, the writer of this show, retweeted. He retweeted, retweeted us. Retweeted us, and he watched he our. Retweet, tweet, 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 tweet. That man, I, if, I even wrote if for I, Dollhouse. He wrote, he wrote for, for Lois and Clark. Zorro. Which, in the nineties, which I don't think anybody credit. watched but me. Firefly was a huge. He works for Buffy. Firefly, Firefly. Was, Firefly was great. You know what? You I, guys should watch Firefly. I'm proud for kind of Tim. If I didn't have a boyfriend, I would give him a blowjob just as a thank you. Hear that, Tim? You know what? This is what you could have. I don't know if you're gay, but you know, even if you're straight, that would make me want to give you, you know, a blowjob even more. Stop offering that. You because know, if most people are like, "Why are you don't know me?" and you'd offer to give me a. You blow know what? Job. If you're straight, though. Poodle will give you a blowjob. <laughs> that, that is your way. <laughs> you know what? With a wig on, you never know. <laughs> never know. Mm-hmm. I can put my voice pretty high. Mm-hmm. Once she shaves. Mm-hmm. Very feminine. I have a whole song about it. Soft lips. Mama <laughs> 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 needs milk. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Oh, my God. Baby hungry. <laughs> what was your tea bag? What did you even say? Baby hungry. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was about them being two sides oh. of the same coin. What? But I was trying to say something. <laughs> something. Let's move on. Well, I, I want to just. Say, I just need a drink. I again, I don't think that would ever happen, but I think they're showing that. Because you were starting to see, like, uh, with Joan Crawford, you know, when she was really upset and she tried to go over and talk to Betty on the other side of the hotel because Betty was having a party and was keeping her up, and she was frozen and couldn't do it. And it is that was the first time I never thought about it, but I thought – I always thought Joan was jealous of Betty Crawford – Betty Davis's ta- – <laughs> Betty Crawford. Of Betty Davis's talent. I you say Betty Crocker. <laughs> you would. But I think Joan was also jealous of Betty Davis's – just socialness yeah, and I her agree. ability. Have, I, and I never I thought about thought that until this episode. And I thought, 
she really felt um, just like kind of like a prisoner of stardom. She didn't go to parties. Remember how she talked about that unless she had a movie to talk about? She never could be herself. Well, I think Betty Davis enjoyed kind of being around other actors and talking about acting. I don't think Joan Cro- Joan Cropper was not an actor first. She no. was a personality first. She was a personality. Yeah. And Joan Crawford, uh, Betty Davis loved being around other actors. She loved the craft. Yeah. She did. And talking about it and being around people who loved doing it. She would, yeah. she, as, as Joan Crawford said, I'm sorry I didn't grow up in the theater like you did. I spent I, – I, I grew up on dancing in a, in a bunch of fringe or something like that. Yeah. Smelling of scotch. And I wrote – I think I wrote down, this is a monologue that I would like to do. You did say that. <laughs> you did say that you would like to do that. Um, so oh, casting people, look casting for that monologue people. when I come in. Tim, send it to him. Um, so my next teabag, so I was just kind of going off of you, but my next teabag too is, and I guess I could have put this with one with wrapping the bed and everything, but still, as a makeup artist who puts oh, on, God. who has put on fake eyelashes on many a lady. As a makeup artist. As a makeup artist. As a makeup artist, formal one. Exactly. Um, do you know how much difference it makes of having different sets of eyelashes None. no and i don't None. care no but i mean the fact that she was looking at these eyelashes with a magnifying, with a magnifying glass, glass yeah. i'm just bitch Ugh. was crazy that's gross <laughs> bitch was crazy um Sorry. but yeah so um this came off and it was yeah and that scene too was that the scene later with her and bob aldridge too where they're in the hotel and Betty davis uh-huh were you going to talk about this when she talked about Jack Warner? I was, yes. Go ahead and talk about that because I just did my um, team. Talk about that. Uh, it's right after it's, that. You can tell Betty Davis is still kind of wounded when she's in the hotel room with Bob Aldrich. And he's putting her to bed, uh, and they're not even going to like have sex or anything like that because she's been drinking too much. But uh, Betty Davis says, tells a story about Jack Warner when she comes in, and she said, I hid behind the door, and I waited to say – Waited to hear what he said, and he said, "You know what? She's talented, but who would ever want to fuck her? Who would ever want to fuck that? Who would ever want to fuck that? Yeah. And you know, he would have said, I wish she'd look more like Joan Crawford. Yeah. That. And she <sighs> was twenty-two at the time, and she was very pretty. She was, but as as she says later on, I'll talk about later. I am a character actress. She does say that." Which she was famous for saying that. She said that all I am a character actress. We got it the first time. Character actress. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It made sense. I think it's good. But you know what I saw in that scene where she went to bed, kind of tears in her eyes, for both her and Joan, again, I never thought about it this way, that they really did, even though Betty Davis didn't let you know it on the outside, I mean, but all actors do. They just wanted to be liked. They just wanted to be liked. Both of them, I think, shared that sentiment or feeling. What a dump. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you need to admit you it's You know good. what? Sometimes it's like <laughs> doing a show with a fucking puppet. You need to admit it that it's a good impression. That just. What a dump. That just. It's, it's an. Passable impression. Um, my next one. I think my last one actually. I don't even know where we are. Um, my last one. I have a lot of quotes. It's, so. No, that's not your last one. Yes, it is. You just did your third one. This is your no. 
No, 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 no. Wait, no, it's mine. I was, you were just talking about Jack Warner and Betty oh, Davis. Right, never mind. Good Lord. It's been okay. a long day. It's okay. been a long day. I, I think I say that every time we do this. I want to talk about I... Joan Crawford um, uh, feigning sick. Oh. And literally, f- like, faking sick, totally for the, at, at the brilliant. cost of, and brilliant. her fainting spells that she does. And I just want to say, this is less about Joan and more about oh. my experience. Oh. I am very worried now because oh. in the scene where she faints in the middle of a <laughs> sentence, I looked over at you and I saw the light bulb go off in your head. And I'm telling you now, if you start fucking fainting on me in real life to get out of things, I'm not catching you. I'm not calling the doctors. I'm you know just going to let you stay there. Sometimes my health is unpredictable, and I cannot. <sighs> I can't support this. Especially when I, I knew when it. I don't. I don't have a lot of. When you don't let me get a good night's sleep, and when you don't let me have enough to eat, you know what? I get a little tired. I'm and sorry that you have a fragile constitution. You know what? That's that's how the business is done. You have to allow for that. I'm just saying for the record. And sometimes if, when I get upset, I feel faint. If Poodle faints, I'm just going to keep going on with the show or I'm going to keep walking. Yeah, we'll see how that works. I brought you back from the brink once. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Um, What's your next tea bag? This should be your number four. I think this is the last one. No, it's not. I've only done three. I'm telling you, don't make this show shorter just because you want it to. Oh, mine was the same thing about pretending the faint. Oh, God. Um... Uh oh 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 oh. Okay. Um. Uh. Do you want me to go? Yeah, I don't think I have. I'll go, one. and then you. No, I, this kind of goes on with that, but um. <clears throat> boy, Bob Aldridge did get his balls back though, with Joan and with Betty. Bobby got his balls back. He did. Ding ling 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 ling. Like Stella got her groove but, back. But because I didn't, did you expect that when he? W- I was totally shocked when he went into Joan I think Crawford's he's bedroom. Just done. And also, Betty Davis was kind of like was like supporting him. So I know, but I still, like did you it. expect him to tell Joan to get her fucking stuff together and be there at fucking? He was 7 supported by the studio, though. I know, but did you? I did not expect that. I agree. I was I, that made me that was I'm a little bit of, all over myself. That's true. That was a little <laughs> bit for me of a clutch. that sounded sexual. It, you know what? I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> didn't want to bring. Moving it up. on. Sometimes Sorry. We think about things, but we don't say them aloud. <laughs> You know what? I've it's never, called editing. I've never, I've never editing. had that impulse. Boy, no shit. No impulse. shit. Wow. Did you just like when you were a little kid, walk by people and go, Mommy, look at that person in a wheelchair. I was told. Why are they rolling? I was told by my mother a lot of times, just because you think it doesn't mean you have to say it. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing you ever said about someone else in front of your mother? Embarrassed them. Um, well, we went to this when I was kind of, um, I would say seven or eight, we went to this kind of conservative Methodist church at the time. Mm -hmm. We went to a lot of different churches because my parents had ideas about what church was supposed to be. Cool. Cool. Um, and, um, but we went to this one church and, uh, my parents also used to have ferment, like. They used to make their own wine in our uh, in our cellar. Oh. And had all this wine making equipment. They used to, have, used to have parties, and I remember about it. Moonshine, and, no wine, actually mm-hmm. homemade wine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And one time, my mother never allowed us to have Kool-Aid or anything like that because she thought it was sugary, and we never got to have sugar as children, which makes sense with my boy, childhood. Boy, so joyless. That paid off. Um, <laughs> from someone that I've seen stop talking to eat cake. <laughs> I know, right, really? <laughs> so uh, I was in Sunday school at this mm-hmm. church, and they had Kool-Aid. <laughs> And in little red solo cups, and I screamed out, oh, boy, we're having wine. This is a conservative (laughs) church. And the woman was like, oh, honey, we don't drink wine at church. We don't drink at this church. And and I said, we do. We make our own. And my mother was right there and just felt herself (laughs) stiffen. And after that, I think we left that church like – Three weeks later. <laughs> we, we literally, I think I was responsible for us leaving several churches of things that I said. And my mother, for a while, would not let me go to children's sermons because of things that I would say. <laughs> Because I would volunteer things or not let any of the other kids talk. <laughs> so you know what? I've always been like this. I've never, I've never not been like this. So anyway, boy, yes, we just, just had a flashback. <laughs> what the hell happened? All right, I was an adorable child though, so it was okay and passable because. Things that came out of my mouth, it was okay to say because I was adorable. Um, um, my next thing is the last pose of the show. They're posing with a fucking Coca-Cola thing. Yeah. And when they've got Joan away, and they're just loving it that they got loving Coca-Cola it. instead of Pepsi. Olivia de Havilland is just – Oh, I love her. She's great. And her and Betty Davis were – I love how she's got purrs. But they were lifelong friends. They were. Lifelong friends. Lifelong. Lifelong That's friends. it for me. Well, I got a lot of quotes, though. I, you know what? You know what? Um, again, this summed up so much of Betty. My last is actually when Betty Davis is talking to her daughter, BD, who actually we see that BD. I always is, hear BD. Me too. But okay, that her BD good. is a, tru- a bit of a troublemaker because she wrote a tell all book about Betty Davis oh, as well. Oh, it was nasty. While Betty Davis was living, a lot of it was fake. And but she's kind asleep. of a, she's like a minister now. Apparently, we don't like her. Not because she's Fuck a minister. Her. But she don't fuck don't with Betty Davis. Betty. Yes, thank you. But um, screw you. Screw she you. was amazing. You know, we didn't have to grow up with her though. It's true. But I love that oh, when she's talking to her about marriage and the way Betty Davis. It's so Betty Davis. Everything was about working for her. Like you always work to like at anything. And the way true. she described marriage is work. You do this. It's work. It's work. Marriage F- is work. Fading interest in your husband's stories is work. It's such a a what women had to go through, but also just Betty like Davis mindset. Made, it's like my interest in your stories fade. <laughs> well, my first quote, <laughs> my quote unquotable. Speaking of, is I love strong tea, strong tea, strong tea with quote unquotables. Sorry, if my voice is a little raspy. I've sung like a lot of notes today because it's easter i would that actually sounded really bratty and i'm aware of it i would try to auto-tune that but there was so not any core in that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) all right so i loved it when betty davis said i could kill you with my eyes right now i would i would can can you imagine if i could kill people with a look 
everyone with a lot of people, one look. A lot of people would be dead. Why haven't you? Why haven't we done that for Cabaret Gay? With one look, or did well, we? Well, di- I've done as everything since we've never said goodbye. Still, I could still with, do with one look. I okay. should do all the uh, Sunset Boulevard songs. But I loved it when Betty Davis says, she's talking to her daughter about marriage, and she said, but darling, the first wedding is the one you remember the most. Oh, I've got that one down. Just assumes there's going to be more to come. So I got a lot of quotes here. So first is Joan Crawford saying, we're just getting into makeup, the brows are mine and the mouth. This is going to be long. Should I bait the... Um, Oh, the, what would she say? <laughs> That's what Mama Cita said. Should I vet up? When Joan Crawford was going to go talk to Betty She also Davis. says, you vile woman. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, should I vet um, up? You, no, she said, you vile bitch. Yeah, you vile bitch. So, and then reading. Joan Crawford, and then Betty Davis says about Joan Crawford, where when Victor Bono asks where she is, she says, oh, I think she's out catching groundhogs to replenish her wig supply. So was Joan Crawford always wearing a wig? Always. Then? So I didn't always. know. They kind of alluded to it. She was losing her hair. Always. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, another one was Bay Davis saying, I'm a character actress, which I've already said a couple times, but I can't Can, stop saying it. By the it. way, I'm going to interrupt you because it's important. Because we even brought up last episode, but even more, Susan Sarandon is going <gasps> yes. for it. She is Betty Davis, and but also Joan Crawford at the end when she's like, Mama Santa, no. Even just the way her voice sounded, this is it was really Joan Crawford. It is, it is not, no wonder she wanted to do this, because she has, you know, approval or there. If I was either of those women, I would just, I would have been moist reading this script. Oh, I just like finger banging myself. I would, yes. If you, those of you who are watching the YouTube clip, you probably don't want to watch what I just did there. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I wish you could kill me with your eyes. Go, go, you go, almost... go, 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 go. Wow. Thanks for doing it again. Um, sorry, you asked for it. Uh, the next one is from also from Betty Davis talking about John Crawford. Betty Davis thighs. 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 Um, uh, and she's like, maybe she's gone to bed, he says. And, and Betty Davis says, bed is the last place that woman gets any rest. That's true. That's how she made that entrance. She just walked in. Oh, I love it. Um, and you did the first wedding thing. And then the other one, oh, I did love <laughs> when they're talking about someone to to replace uh, Joan Crawford. Vivian Lee, that Brit isn't going to do that. She played Scarlett O'Hara. Unconvincingly. Unconvincingly. Oh, oh. I, I did swoon about that. How old are you Unconvincingly. when you saw Gone with the Wind? I was 12 or 13. My mother showed it to me. Thanks, Mom. You know, my mom did, too, when I was 12 <laughs> or 13. You know wow. What? Boy, they a, did their work. That was a transition that happened that day. <laughs> it was. I could feel something welling up in me that day. <laughs> it's true. When that sun set on terror, I was like, tomorrow that, is another gay. <laughs> <laughs> and the background, it's God as my witness. <laughs> I shall never eat pussy again. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever sings that theme. We no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, we're signing off because no. I can't allow this because that's a terrible sound. You know what? If we could use the rights of God with the Wind to sign off on the show, I would, but they'd make us pay for it. It's called the Terra theme. The Terra theme. That's the name of the house. Did All you right. ever see the second one that they did? No, it was awful. I didn't. I don't want to. Um, 
All right, well, show. I guess none of you care. Next week we got no is comments. finale. The, next week is the finale of Feud. Shit is happening. Um, oh, by the way, I know what is the date. It's April 16th. We got a Facebook comment. I've got a text. It's official. We have hit, oh, no. we have hit 10 comments. We're doing that fucking stupid Fire Island show. We're going we to literally be recapping have Justin. We got Logo it yes- Fire Island. We got it yesterday today. Or yesterday we got the 10th comment. I'm going to tell you. It's real. So that's going to start at the end of this month. So I'm actually a little teary because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. But we said we would. So. We said we would. So that's going to happen. So but- anyway... Yeah, Riverdale to the Feud and Riverdale winding up, so stay with us Next on the Next week, course. the last episode of Feud. We have two or three more weeks of Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Left. Riverdale's getting great too. And then we start another fucking piece of shit. And then we start shit, another fucking where the real mess begins. Fire Island. Hopefully there's like some Oh god, we're you guys we're going to read the shit out of that. So that show, I don't even think we can drink I don't even think I can have like beer for that. I think I'm gonna need straight up gin to make it through that. I agree. Um. So, all right. Subscribe, please. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Gin. Please leave a comment on leave the podcast comment. on iTunes or you know whatever what? you listen to on our podcast. Even or... if you're that one guy who said, and you're still not paying. Nobody's paying. Even if you're that one guy who said the shit you can do with the internet connection and a <laughs> shitty camera. <laughs> I, that's at least something. At least you know I what? feel we're making. A I difference. respect you, Queen. I respect. You queen. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we'll see you on uh, uh, we'll see you on Friday for our Riverdale podcast, and for you few people, we'll see you next Sunday. Pesach. I don't know what that means. Passover, whatever. Is that wow? That, is that New Year? I don't, I don't know. know. This show's not hashtag Gentiles. <laughs> All right, we'll see you all next Happy week. Happy Easter. He's Bye. risen. <laughs>